Welcome to the Me, My Thoughts, and Eyes podcast, a podcast that's a collection of random thoughts from the scatterbrain. I am your host, Jinx, and listener discretion may be advised. folks, you know what I'm saying? Close-minded folks, you know what I'm saying? It's like we got a demo tape and nobody want to hear it, but it's like, this the South got something to say. That's all I got to say. So, Trump sparked a chicken sandwich war? Some wild times we living in. Y'all be safe out there. So, this new Little Brother album has been giving me the most life. Like, surprise. LB, like, the best thing ever and is knocking it's it's something that as a, a hip-hop fan little brother fan little brother being a very important group in general to hip-hop but also to me personally because that's like that group that took me underground um when i first heard loving it off the menstrual show that just blew my mind that was like yeah that was my senior year of high school i was in and i probably told this story before um, I'm pretty sure I did after that Fonte Odyssey concert in the last year, but I'm telling it again. But yeah, just I just remember it, 2005 Christmas at my my granny house, sitting up in the bed late night with BET on, probably playing. I was definitely playing a Game Boy, probably Pokemon or something like that. And you know, I was just just had BET on in the background, just hoping, just wishing that they would surprise us and bring Uncut back. They didn't, but. A young adolescent going through puberty could. Granted, I probably was through puberty, but that's beside the point. Anyway, um, <laughs> they then just that sample came on, and that joint just blew me. Like I was like, "What is this?" Like I never heard anything like it. That knife sample came on, and just I'm watching the video, just in engulfed within it. And I'm like, okay, play because I missed, I missed the, you know how they'll play or they'll not play, but they'll put up the the information card, the song and artist and all that beginning and end of the video. Like, I, cause I was looking at the game, I missed the beginning one, so I'm just like, please put it up, cause sometimes they ain't put it up again. And I'm like, yo, please put it up again. Boom, little brother, menstrual show. All right, next day went out, got it, just had it on repeat. That album just took me just the whole day and forever on. It just head knocking or not and just took me all the way so I started there with little brother and around different circles of, of the Justice League and, and everyone else who who rocked with them and then started going more and more underground and digging in the crates more and all that so it's seminal group for me personally and so to for them to have dropped the album. It was just just Pooh and uh, Fonte Ninth. To my knowledge, didn't have anything to do with this, but the production is still fire. And knowing that they broke up and they had these different beefs and all that, but I've known they've been like cool for a while now. And um, I think it was either last year or the year before last. Must have been last year at the Article Fest. They did a 
of reunion and then like i said at um at the kennedy center where fonte and, and odyssey were performing uh tay brought out Pooh surprisingly as well so uh, according to them i think that's around the time they started working on the album i once that was november so maybe said like october or something like that and they just did it real quietly no hype just working on the album working on it and jokers dropped it tuesday or, or i just saw the tweet tay put out either monday or tuesday new album coming tonight what <laughs> and and that's that's the best thing you just do it you work hard on it and then bam here you go no hype beast on it no trolling because you you know people always ask artists and they did something i feel that everyone asks of artists but it's just something that's really really hard to uh deliver on and why i don't care to ask so basically a lot of people love to be like when you have your favorite artist group and sometimes not even just not musically but like tv and movies as well which we live in the era of nostalgia heavy. Everybody wants you to recreate a certain sound. You're like, oh, I really love this album or this series of albums or mixtapes. Can't you just keep doing that and recreating that? And that's something that's hard for people to do as artists. You learn, you grow, you move towards different sounds. Like you just can't recreate that all the time. It's it's a difficult thing to do. And even when you do attempt to do it, or or some artists attempt to do it, you could tell it's just they're just trying to manufacture, trying to recapture lightning in a bottle, and it just don't hit the same. Um, I'm blanking on a few examples that were like, oh, you know what? Here's an example right here, a more recent one: Wiz Khalifa and Currency. They dropped an album earlier this year called 2009, because that's when. Both of them really kind of... I think that's when they dropped... Um, not Cushion Orange, that's Wiz. Uh, whatever their first collaborative project name was. I'm blanking right now. The one with car service and all that on it. If you a Spitter fan, you a Wiz fan, you know. Because that's that time. That's one of those ones where we were like, Hey, y'all need to link up. And they actually linked up and it was magic. But, anywho. So they dropped this project 2009. And you could tell they were trying to recapture 2009 like everything the production it sounded dated but not in a good way they were it was like they were trying too hard i just it wasn't terrible but it didn't get more than one spin from me as much as i love the combination of the two um it just it just couldn't it just really couldn't re recapture it like you tried too hard um but with little brother to quote someone i saw on twitter it's familiar but like new like it sounds like it what everybody wants when they want someone to do a follow-up album like when people are always begging for only built from cuban links too which i don't know if recon ever actually dropped that or not but i'm sure it sounds and is not up to par with the first one i could be wrong hip-hop heads come and correct me but you know, it's just something that's hard to do actual follow up. And this one is like a solid sequel for real, for real. And 
it has that that sound especially in comparison to uh the minstrel show specifically versus the listening and um get back and all that it it really has that sound but updated and that feel and maybe part of that has to do with the fact that they've been split up for so long because i mean it's it's been like decade maybe a little more you know since they last dropped the album and we know that they've had some actual beefs and went through it there's even a little there's some documentaries out right now that i've I've been watching over the past couple of months and uh one i watched more the one that came out more recently they talked a little bit about how they were going some years without talking with each other and different things that brought them back together with life and just getting older and growing and, and knowing what's more important and so maybe part of that is what helped because it's really hard to recapture that that feeling of when you are young hungry this is all new your perspective is a certain kind of way maybe you figuring things out it's less manufactured i I don't know i'm not per se i'm not an artist to to actually tell you exactly how it goes but whatever it was that magic is still there and they did it and i'm looking forward to more i'm not gonna beg for more of course that that goes (laughs) a little bit against what i'm just saying but i appreciate it uh may the lord watch it's the new album little brother I've had it on repeat. Um, the music, the bars, just grown man rap. Uh, both came hard on it. Adult stars, they just it is is a great album. The skits, hilarious. Some of it I get. It might be a little hard to get if you're not a little brother fan, because it's references to older albums, especially the Minstrel Show. Um, because I don't think the listen had UBN on it, which is you black niggas is the name of the network, like UPN. Um, anyway, I recommend it for anyone. If you love hip hop, you like rap, like some introspective thought. Fonte is widely considered one of the goats, and that argument is actually coming up a lot more. People giving him more respect. So get, you know, the South got something to say. This is North Carolina. Carolinas, we put it down. Um, and I will also put in another album that I've been listening to a lot lately that shout out to my boy EJ for putting me in, but put me on, but, um, that YBN Corday Lost Boy, that album, that joint goes too. That's a, like, I've just been appreciating some good, solid projects. And outside of that, I've been listening to, um, besides the usual suspects, listen to a lot of those um, color color show performances if you don't know about them they're on it's a youtube channel called colors and artists that come in and perform the song and it's supposed to like i don't know i guess it's an artistic thing where they're set with different moves and they're performing it's a color scheme obviously hence the name and it's it, they're really good live performances sometimes with some of them i when i listen to the rec, actual studio version of the song i prefer the the colors version and so i've just been kind of going through those a little bit more lately so check those out probably one of your favorite artists has one ari lennox dropped one recently uh shmino has one i don't know if it's a recent one i can't remember but i know he has one a lot of different other artists have one 
But anyway, that's where I've been at. Cloud nine because of that. Little brother back. Take me back in the day. Just beautiful. You are watching you be a Black faces, black people make black magic. So pay me every fucking diamond, add taxes. Copper fill in a room full of brass tactics. I've been about that work, boy. I've been ass capping. You lying about your bread, nigga. You axe capping. You really about that life, or you just hashtagging? You really self made, or is you cash apping? Doing everything you can to make the cash happen. These new niggas. Houston, Texas is one of the greatest places on earth. On Earth, point blank. Period. It's another city that's been on my radar to like to check out, but now that I've finally been, it's it's a wrap for the rest of y'all cities, dog. That's it. It's open. <laughs> I like a black lady sketch show so far. Um, that's the new sketch show on, it's like four episodes in at this point on HBO with um, Gabrielle Dennis, King Brunson, Robin Thede, and Ashley Nicole Black, who's the only one I wasn't familiar with prior to this. And uh, I think Issa Rae also um, produced it, or yeah, it's definitely coming from her production company. And I haven't really heard too much criticism. I don't know what's the general consensus on this show. I'm just looking real quick at some uh, ratings of 6.9 out of 10 on IMDb, 89% on Metacritic, 100% on Rotten Tomatoes, 95% on Google users. I mean, going by that, it seems to be okay. But I just noticed from a couple of podcasts I was listening to, it seemed to be... I don't want to say a negative reception. Some people are like, oh, I don't really find it that funny. Um, and it's not for me. Not really putting it down. It's not for me. And I can see it being like that. And um, on For All Nerds, Ben I mean was comparing it to another HBO show, um, Random Acts of Flyness, another black sketch show, which I don't really feel like it was a fair comparison because... Random Acts of Flyness is not necessary. One is not necessarily a sketch comedy show. Like it has comedy in it, but that show, if you've watched it, it's. And I've only seen the first two, maybe three episodes of that. I haven't have to finish it, but it's not all jokes. You know, like it's not always f intended to be funny. It's really deep and extra artistic, I guess, if you will, um, in terms of exploring blackness and gender and and other things um and so i don't really think that's a fair shake because ben was like oh well we got shows out here like he was saying he would still watch a black lady sketch show and you know hope to get better but he was comparing it to random acts of finance and saying hey we have some stuff that comes out the gate like that and i'm like mm, it's two different shows in my opinion they're sketch shows but they're two different shows and also, I feel I, so. I feel like a more uh, fair comparison would be comparing it to Key and Peele, 
you know, and if you watch sketch comedy shows, to me anyway, most most of these shows, SNL, um, Mad TV, Cedric the Entertainer had one for a while. Man, every time more, I don't know, like you, you just kind of go back, and there's there's numerous ones to count. Like Saturday Night Live is sort of like the mainstay one, but all these shows they be hit or miss. Sometimes more hit than miss. Sometimes the other way around. I think Pound for Pound, Mad TV, during like the 90s, early 2000s, was hitting the hardest of all time. That's for sure. Because uh, SNL, even though it's been on so long, they have like a whole decade that people are like, nah, this show wasn't really that good, but they remain on air. So personally, I feel that Black Lady Sketch Show, is it a miss? Um, sometimes, I'm just like I get the same feel with Key and Peele. Where it's like, oh, they got some stuff that's really funny. There's some other stuff I'm like, yeah, maybe that went on a little too long. Same thing with Saturday Night Live. They be having them skits that like, oh, this went on a little too long, too long, or mm, y'all y'all reached a little bit for this one. It has some of those same issues, and but overall, I've been enjoying it. And I mean, I definitely see where there's room for improvement, but I I laugh. Um, maybe not all the time throughout the whole show episode but I laugh a good bit throughout and and we really just need space for this right because every every black show and even when you get further so now this is the importance of this show being a um, black woman ran comedy show which is probably the first of its kind um, or one of the few I, I can't think of another one offhand but everything is not going to necessarily come out the gate amazing and we need space for that because there are all these other shows by white men typically white people in general that ain't really all that funny that ain't really all that great but they have plenty of time to sit there and grow and become better or even honestly they remain mediocre or less and still get several seasons run and all their shows aren't necessarily on the same level. Like every cartoon comedy show is not Rick and Morty or South Park or I don't know, uh, name another one that's considered to be, I guess, really high quality. Every, you know, every every one of their shows aren't on the same level. So that's why I don't think it's fair to compare this show, Black Lady Sketch Show, to Random Acts of Flyness and being like, oh, it should be on that level because two different shows, and once again, we need to have it across all spectrums. They're reaching for different things, maybe even different audiences, still black people, but still different, can be different audiences, right? Because we could be into different things and have different opinions and views on what's funny or what's interesting or what we're trying to watch. Because everybody ain't always, to be honest, everybody ain't always trying to watch something super deep and serious. I'm just trying to watch something that might make me laugh, which... Granted, if this is not making you laugh, then it's missing the mark, right? That's the whole point of it. But I'm interested. I'm I'm gonna keep giving it a watch. Um, I'm interested in seeing where it goes. Hopefully, I get another season and just keep improving. Uh, there's definitely needs to be more space for this. Like we need to have more black sketch shows in general out there. So it it shouldn't just be this is the one. Because that, that's often how we get pigeonholed so hard with um, our media in that it has to be 
the most amazing thing ever, like a perfect show. Unless if it's not, then that gives them so much and them being media industries, white people who run it, um, that gives them their uh, justification to be like, well, see, that's why black people don't watch these shows or they're not that good. So that's why we don't run them. You know, that's kind of been the the narrative formal uh for forever so i think it's space enough for this show and it can keep running and hopefully there'll be some other ones come up like if i don't like this one maybe it gets better as the season and the next season comes on um or you know maybe it's more space for some other people be like hey we think we could do this just as well or we could do our own thing equally i don't know it doesn't have to be a competition now is not the time. Well, how many Caucasian seconds must pass before it's time for me to speak the truth? Ooh, y'all. So the semester is starting, starting. Um, it's coming in, swinging. I'm still trying to get my life together. Apologize. I know this episode is late because I'm recording this two days after I'm supposed to have dropped it. But it's all good. Um, I'm still really excited to see where this new year goes and what it brings. Um, have a lot of things on my plate as of now, and I just really need to focus on getting on top of them before I let time get away from me. And so that's what I'm focusing on. I'm, so I'm definitely about to take a hiatus. This might be my last episode for a while. I don't know. I try to do maybe a mid-semester check-in or something like that. But for now, I need to get my grind on get my shine on word the bird man and um yeah just get together because I, I just classes I have a couple of papers I need to work on outside of class and and get submitted to some conferences and journals so other stuff too um but like I said I'm excited this is the work I want to do and yeah it's basically what I want to say is for anybody who going back to school, teaching or student and or, you know, hope or really, you know, just to everybody, just hoping for a prosperous, prosperous, prosperous year of growth. And from here on to the end of the year to next year and so forth, um, you know, hope everybody stays focused and rises higher. Is it? Peace. Thank you for listening to the Me, My Thoughts, and Nice podcast. You can find me wherever you like to listen Anchor, SoundCloud, Google Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, etc. Feel free to follow me on Twitter at Thoughts and Eyes. That's I spelled E Y E S. Check out my blog on WordPress, memythoughtsandeyes.wordpress.com. Feel free to send me an email at memythoughtsandeyes at gmail.com. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and comment. And feel free to hit me up with any feedback or criticisms you may have. Once again, thank you and be blessed.